You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey everybody, welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, your drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. And it may be morning, afternoon, or night. I know we all kind of listen to this at different times, but man, what an honor to be here. This is Chris Johnson. I'm filling in for our beloved host, Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Dancing across the desk is my co-host today, our amazing worship leader, good friend and co-labor, Shanna Langston. How Hi. are you today? I'm good. <laughs> it's a cool B. I it's can't a bop. help it. Yeah. It's a bop. <laughs> Lane, I noticed you were more stoic and didn't dance, but I felt like inside you were Ooh, dancing. There he goes, oh, look there at he goes. These moves. I wish you guys could see this. We need a video version of that. <laughs> Reminds me of my dad. Good morning, guys. Yeah. How you doing? Good. It's How are you a pleasure doing? to be here. I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for running the program for yeah. us today, man. What my a blessing. Pleasure. They yes, brought sir. in Yoda today to run the board, huh? <laughs> mm, yes, run sir. the program, I will. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really good. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. We had a little Impersonations conversation. Impersonations are your like thing. So. Oh, for sure. I love doing that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm not talented in that way at all. Don't ask. Ask me. Uh, Won't sound good. <laughs> that's okay. It's all good. Hey, welcome everybody. We love you, and we are so glad to do this program with you. However, you're getting it. Uh, Morning breath is basically where what we do is we take one chapter out of God's Word, and we focus on that chapter. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit, breathe on this chapter. The Bible says that all Scripture is God-breathed, and we really believe that as we sit down and spend intentional time with the Lord, that He'll breathe fresh life, fresh breath, fresh revelation. That's where we get the name Morning Breath. We take one chapter, read it at night, read it in the morning. We don't prepare a sermon. I don't have notes. But we did just pay attention, really, to how the Lord spoke as we read this chapter. And that's where Shannon and I will just have a conversation with you uh, around this chapter today and see what God shows us. So I'm really looking forward to that. If you have maybe looking for a way to grow deeper in your faith, deeper in your Bible study, we would love for you to check out the chapter with us. Here's a couple things you can do. Number one, go to the app, East Coast app. If you go on your app store, type in East Coast app, or you can go to ecc.us. You can actually get information on how to find the chapter that we're going to be in. Um, Also, you can call us at 321-452-1060, and we will happily email you or just straight up physical mail it to your box, a morning breath uh, schedule. So please join in with us. Read these chapters. We'd love to have you. And uh, one more thing, because Morning Breath is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center and God's called us to build a life-giving church that lasts here in this community, I'm going to have Shanna tell you a little bit about some things happening at our church because we want to help you grow. And so Shanna's going to tell you how. Yeah, so we have something really cool. It's the Leadership Growth Track. It's every Thursday this month. So this is the last day. We also are offering something very, very exciting, Global Leadership Summit. This is August 5th and 6th. Um, And then we also have ECCU Fall Semester Starts August 5th. You see that we're really leaning into leadership. It's very important um, to to train up uh, the people to lead. It's what we're called to do. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for all that information, Shanna. And uh, we're going to get into the chapter today. So because it is the 29th of July, our schedule would have told you we're in 1 Thessalonians 5. And man, can you believe it's almost August already? How did you I can't. I was just thinking about that the other day. (laughs) Uh, So here we go. We're in 1 Thessalonians 5. And Shanna, I know you're going to read first. And what translation you got for us today? New Living Translation. Perfect. And I will read from the NKJ. And uh, ladies first, so I got to help you get started. I'm going to say, read, ma'am. Got it. Now concerning how and when all this will happen, dear brothers and sisters, we don't really need to write for you. For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly, like a thief in the night. 
When people are saying everything is peaceful and secure, then disaster will fall on them as suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor pains begin, and there will be no escape. But you aren't in the darkness about these things, dear brothers and sisters. You won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are all children of the light and the day. We don't belong to the darkness in the night. So be on your guard, not asleep like others. Stay alert and be clear-headed. Night is the time when people sleep and drinkers get drunk. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as a helmet with confidence of our salvation. For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. So good. I'll continue in verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, and be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. And now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read to all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. 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 Boom, double amen. <laughs> hey. It's like one of those like uh, acts, you know, they do um, the skits when they, uh, what's it called? The improv? The improv. Yeah, yeah, like and whose they, line like, is it anyway? Yes, yes, and they have to look at each other and say the same things at the same yes. time. Yeah, you nailed it. Great Thank job. Thank you. Thank you. This is one of those double amen chapters, which is super cool, and I love it. And it's Paul's closing letter to the church in Thessalonica. And he's, you know, we've been in this book now for the last week. We started last Thursday, and um, what a great—I just love the way he masterfully closes this yeah. letter. This is one of his early missionary journeys to Thessalonica, which was a Greek colony— lots of persecution. We've been in those chapters. You know, he preaches the gospel. They have to leave because of danger. And he's giving these great final instructions. And I just think there's so much gold here. And I'm excited to get into this chapter with you. Um, Shanna, as you read, what really stuck out to you in your time? Yeah. So verses five and six or five through eight, honestly, yeah. it says, um, for you are all children of the light and the day. We don't belong to the darkness. Be on guard and not asleep like others. Um, stay alert. The night is when people sleep. Um, let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by faith and love, wearing a helmet um, of confidence of our salvation. Yeah, I just think that is so good. I mean, more so than ever, I think we have realized that the world is getting so dark yes but the best thing about that is the darker the world gets the brighter the light will look and i was thinking about this myself is when you're in a completely dark room 
right? And there's only one light, which would be Jesus. You cannot help Can't miss but him. look That's at so that light. Good. You don't look at the rest of the darkness. Yeah. You look at that one light. And I feel like that's what um, Jesus is doing in us, um, shining in the world. We are that one light. Um, and the darker that the world's going to get, the more people are going to look to us. And so when it says be alert and clear headed, I actually think in a way it's saying um, make sure that you represent Christ well. Yes. Make sure you love each other well, because um, if you are that light and Jesus is inside of you and you don't love well, you're actually putting your hand in front of that light. Mm. You're blocking what he can do in the world through you because you're not loving well and you're not you're not learning and growing. Um, And I think um, remembering to have confidence in our salvation, knowing like. I have something so powerful inside of me and using that correctly and representing Jesus well. Yeah, man, I love that you brought that out. Uh, it reminded me of an old Newsboy song, and Shannon, you may remember it. <laughs> and, you know, you get two worship leaders together on a morning breath program, you're going to hear some music. But Can't help it. uh, it's an old Newsboy song, and it was like, shine, make them wonder what you got, make them wish that they were not. On the outside looking bored. You guys remember that song? Some nope. of you guys, yeah. it's probably I'm, before your I, time. I, I don't, That was one I'm of my sorry. favorite Newsboys. Dude. I wish I did. Yeah. I do. That's okay. We're going to send that to you after this program so that you can be ready but for that. I could that. repeat it. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of catchy, it. right? <laughs> but, you know, you brought out a theme that Paul writes about a lot, about mm-hmm. you are the light and yeah. you're in a dark world. In fact, in Philippians 2.15, you made me think of this verse as you were sharing, Shanna. It says, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, and then you will shine among them like stars yeah. in the sky. Oh. And see, what you talked about was, yeah, it's dark. We mm-hmm. do live in a world that's blanketed in darkness. The enemy has covered their eyes yep. and has infiltrated you know, darkness everywhere, which darkness is really just the absence of light, right? Yep. It's not even a thing. It's just when there's no light. Mm-hmm. And so how do we get rid of darkness? We try to tell darkness to leave, get on out of here, skedaddle, you know? No, we shine. Yep. The yeah. light shatters the darkness. And yeah. so the, the instruction here for us is to don't complain about the dark. Don't try to curse the dark. Just be the light. Yeah. And how do you, it's, you know, I think about this. Um, I have some discs. I play disc golf. Many of you guys already knew that, but if you didn't, yes, I'm a disc golfer. But I have some discs that glow and you can play with them at night. Well, and the cool. way, yeah, it's fun. And now these discs don't have any like light giving quality of their own, but what they have is the ability to absorb light and then kind of keep glowing. So the way That's they cool. glow is you stick them up to a flashlight and you charge them up. So like a minute in a really nice bright flashlight and all of a sudden you pull the the disc away from the flashlight and it is glowing in the dark and it is brilliant. And what happens for us is we need this time with Jesus. Jesus is that light that we take ourselves and we get up next to him and we charge ourselves in his light. So We're good. filled with it. Yeah. And and it's like the moon, right? The moon is actually just reflecting the light of the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie you know, <laughs> is because it's positioning itself in the light of the sun. Mm-hmm. And when we want to shine more, it's not really drawing attention to ourselves. That's not what we're saying. We're saying draw close to Jesus and let the light of who he is radiate off of you. You will begin to glow with his brilliance. Yeah. Um, and so it's from a different yeah. source. Yes. We're yeah. not our own light source. He's no. the source of our light. Yes. But we do need to share it. And we're yeah. not going to put it under a bushel. No. Yeah. We're yeah. this little light of mine. That's There's another right. song. We're going to let it shine. That's right. That's so good, Shannon. Thanks for bringing that out. Of course. Um, you know, as, as he kind of talks about that, 
you know, this is a great instruction and a comfort really to the end times. And when he co- he's coming back for us, you know, and we need to be uh, we need to be sober. We need to be watchful. We need to be <clears throat> paying attention because you know what? There are people that need to know the good news. I'm looking for who needs to have an encounter with Jesus because every person deserves an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. I was given one. A babysitter who lived across the street from my family came into our home to watch me and my siblings and gave us an encounter with Jesus and and shared him with us. She was shining. She was watchful. She was sober. She was, you know, paying attention. And I love that. And and so who it is who is it that needs your light, the, the light that you carry, which the light we know is the light of the world, Jesus. Yep. It's a great encouragement. I love that verse 11 says this, therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. Um, you know, Paul knew that this was happening, and yet he said, continue to do this. I've, I've been encouraged lately to think about, I don't always need new instruction or new, you know, uh, new commands. I need reminders to keep doing the right thing. Yeah. So like Galatians 6, 9 says, therefore don't grow weary in doing well, knowing that in due season you will reap a harvest if you don't faint. And Sometimes we can get tired of doing the right thing when we don't feel like we're seeing results. Anybody with me there? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You ever been like, you know what, I'm going to keep this discipline up of forgiving and loving and working hard and, you know, showing up and all of these things. And I don't really feel like it's paying off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can get discouraged. Yep. You know, nobody's noticing. Uh, I haven't heard any compliments or, or mm-hmm. feedback on this, so I don't even know if I'm doing it right. Yeah. And that's where the enemy really loves to paint in the color of gray and start For to sure. cast yeah. doubt. But I love Paul's reassuring I see that you're doing this. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. Keep comforting each other and edifying one another. And I think that's really important. Comfort and edification. Comfort. You know, what is going to bring comfort? Um, and later in the verse, it talks about don't despise prophecy. Well, we learn in, in 1 Corinthians that prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. See, we, the Holy Spirit wants to prophetically speak through you and me to one another to bring edification exhortation and comfort. This is actually a spirit of prophecy when you're doing this and edify one another. What does edify means? Well, it's like uh, when you look at a building, another name for a building is an edifice. I'm building you up. Like Lane shows up at the gym with me and he and I build each other up because we know we're going to both show up and push each other to lift more weight than we would do alone because now somebody's watching. I got a reason to push a little bit because he knows Mm -hmm. how strong I actually am and I can't sandbag around him, right? (laughs) You know, so like build each other up. What could you build somebody up with today? Ephesians 4.29 says, don't let corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may administer grace. So what does Shanna need today? That's what I should speak to her. I should build her up. Maybe she needs to be reminded of what an amazing worship leader she is. Um, And maybe she needs to be reminded that don't let anybody look down on her because she's young. I know she's in her early 20s, but man, you are an example to the believers. So don't don't let anybody look down on you just because you're a young leader. Maybe that's what I need to tell Shanna today. Uh, what does Lane need to hear? Man, don't be discouraged in doing in doing well for in due season. Like I see Lane being so faithful and, you know, oh, yeah. I just want to build him up. Thanks. Man, if you will just sit and listen and just say, God, what do you want me to say? What Or what do I notice that I could build somebody up in? Man, if you could walk away from every conversation and somebody goes, I feel built up. I feel stronger. I feel enriched and encouraged. That is the plan that Paul is trying to point the church to right here in verse 11. And I think that's just a great encouragement. Yeah. And what I have found, especially recently, is when, um, like, let's say it's a marriage, um, when something you're doing an incredible work, like you're doing God's work and you're doing something really good, 
um, a lot of times that's exactly when miscommunications will happen. Yep. Exactly when you'll hold back those encouragements. Um, and I, I've seen it in the church as well. Like we're doing this great, incredible work. And then all of a sudden there's strife because misunderstandings happen and we stop encouraging each other, stop trusting each other. And I love that verse 11 that you pointed out about encouraging each other um, comes right before it talks about honoring um, your leaders in the church, your spiritual leaders. And it says honor and respect them wholeheartedly. Yes. Love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. So when you're working towards what God is doing, um, we have to stay vigilant in knowing that the enemy is coming to cause strife and disunity and to keep our mindset on like, trusting each other in love and forgiving of each other's faults um and knowing that we can honor each other even through miscommunications we can live peacefully even though we don't feel it in this very moment wow you know i love that you brought that verse out shanna i just saw something that i didn't see until just now and that's kind of this sometimes works you you brought out verse 12 and we urge you brethren this is the new king james to recognize those who labor among you and those who are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love. Recognize, recognize, you said it. You know, mm-hmm. if you see something, you should say something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not talking about puffing people up. We're talking about building them up according mm-hmm. to th- what administers grace to them to mm-hmm. remind who, remind them how God sees them. You know, it's funny to me how many people in my life, my friends, my wife, my kids, my pastors, my, you know, people, you, you guys right here in this room, can help me see what God sees about me sometimes a little better than what I'm able to see because I'm often carrying around, man, I'm, here's where I'm falling short. You know, mm-hmm. I hear the accuser of the brethren every day saying, not enough, mm-hmm. every day. That's the narrative that I have to fight. Those are the thoughts yes. I have to take care of the captive. Yes. It's not enough, Chris. Wasn't good enough. Wasn't mm-hmm. good enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the ways we combat him is by telling somebody, man, you're doing a great job. You're doing more than you're doing enough. Or even if they're not, you can say, I know you're capable of more and how can I help you and Mm -hmm. administer grace to you? So it doesn't just mean flattery. It just means true, honest of assessing people's value the way God sees them, honoring the way God honors them. And I love that you you brought out the verse uh, about leadership because it's easy to criticize the leaders in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say, man, I would have done it differently. If you knew how it felt sitting where I'm at, you might not have said it to me that way, or you might not have decided it that way, or, you know, all of those things. But leaders don't need our criticism. They need our encouragement. And, yeah. and this verse tells us to esteem them very highly in love for their yeah. work's sake. And so one of my favorite quotes, Bill Johnson says, in a culture of honor, we honor a person for who they are without stumbling over who they are not. Yeah, it's good. If you look at your leaders, your spiritual leaders, whether that's your small group leader, your, your freedom group leader, your pastor, um, you know, just people that are over you in the Lord, which, you know, that's what the scripture exactly says. People are over you in the Lord. It's super easy. Your parents to go, here's where they're falling short. Yeah. Anybody can do that. But can you dig for the gold underneath right. the dirt? Because yeah. yes, they are right. flawed and human. And that's yep. like, who cares? We're all <laughs> broken. Like yep. what they really need to lead the best is for you to, to esteem and value them. Doesn't mean you can't have an honest conversation. But I love this thought is that we should be honest fans and uh, we should be honest critics in private and loyal fans in public. Yeah. If you got a criticism or, or something to share, do it in honor 
do it in esteem and value mm-hmm. for their position. Believe the best about them. Don't think yeah. you you know their motives of why they decided it. Mm-hmm. And maybe have a conversation if it's really something that needs to be discussed. And it might yeah. not be because right. Proverbs 19.11 says it's one man's glory to overlook an offense. Mm-hmm. So you might just need to just be quiet, overlook it, and say, they're human. So am I. Yeah. God, thanks for forgiving me where I fall short. Yeah. I'm going to honor them. Yeah. As For me, as a wife, that has been the best lesson to learn um, about honoring my husband and like he has flaws I have flaws this is I mean our anniversary is like less than a month away which is crazy it's our first anniversary and so I'm sure anyone who is married right now can be like I remember the first year of marriage and it's a learning curve we're learning how to um, live together how to do life together but for me as a wife um, learning how to honor my husband always and encourage him in the ways that I know God has created him yep. to be. Um, and the man that I know God has created him to be, man, um, when there are flaws, because there are just yeah. like in me, yes. um, looking past that and being like, what is God doing through that right there and encouraging him in it and also being a his biggest fan in every Amen. situation yep. um, and building him up. And what I have found is that when I encourage him in the way that I know God has created him to be, he actually um, has this urge inside of him to live up to that encouragement. Yes. Um, and I just feel like that's for some wife out there. That's so if good. you're struggling in your marriage right now and you're struggling to honor your husband, see him the way that God has created him to be and honor that person. Mm. And you'll start to see him become that because he wants to be your hero. He, there's a thing inside of him that God has created to be that person. And when you encourage and and you sow into that and you water that part of him, he's going to live up to it. Wow. Man, that's fire. Thank you for that, Shanna. Yeah, I really believe. I mean, I'll speak from a husband's perspective. My wife does that for me and she knows where I'm weak and she knows where I'm flawed. Yet when she believes in who God has called me to be, I want to live to the potential that she believes I am able to live yes. to. Yeah. And it is empowering. Yeah. And uh, so, man, you're spot on. And I think we get to do that for one another as spouses because Ephesians 5 talks about submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. You know, um, I'm, submitting is not a fun word, but it means I'm willing to be led by you whether or yeah. not you do it perfectly. <laughs> I'm willing yeah. to let you have some say and some weight in this conversation, even if I, I'm different and I see it differently. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Yes. We got about a minute left in the program. We're going to take a short break and then finish up. But I think, um, you know, there's so many verbs in this chapter. Mm-hmm. I love chapters with verbs. Like if you want to just have fun, go and highlight all the verbs in this chapter. We're starting to get into some nitty gritty here in verse 12 about what things that we're called to do. Recognize, esteem, uh, be at peace, uh, warn, comfort, uphold, be patient, don't return evil for evil, pursue what is good. But we really get into verse 16, 17, and 18, and this is like, in 19, all of it. It's it's like short, power-packed pun- Gets punches. to the point. Dude, like so powerful. Like verse 16, we could stop here for a moment and then we'll take a break. But it says rejoice always. That's the, it's the two-word verse. That most people's favorite two-word verse is Jesus wept. But this is my favorite two-word verse. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always. How often? Always. always. When things are going really well, 
always. When things are going really bad, always. It means that I will not reduce the level of my joy to my circumstances, but I will cause every circumstance to be an opportunity to rejoice. And that's so a, good. that's something we have to do. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, we will rejoice as we get to come back to you to finish out Morning Breath. Hang tight. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437.
Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, welcome back. We're dancing it up. Welcome to the program. If you just joined in, uh, tuned in, <laughs> toined in, uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to finish out with these verses and then a prayer. If, in verse 16 of our chapter today, it says, Rejoice always. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. Have an unbroken conversation with God. What an invitation. And then verse 18, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything, not for everything, but even in everything, can you give thanks? And so what a great reminder. I'm going to ask Shanna, would you mind just praying for us into that verse and into this chapter as we close out? I would love to. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for anyone under my voice. Father, thank you for a new perspective to always be joyful in every situation. See it for your good. Father, thank you right now for just a desire to never stop praying for the things that they are believing for in their lives. And I just thank you for a new thankfulness over them that they will uh, thank you for every good thing in their life. And Father, I just thank you right now that they will hold on tightly to what is good. Yes. And Father, that they will never stop looking at you and they will never stop um, working towards your goodness in yes. the mighty name of Jesus. In Amen. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breast Podcast.